to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Sam here from the Chris and Sam podcast, your randomness technology in life every week for 30 minutes. But today I am at Field Days. We're checking out some of the cool stuff that's in and around. I'm here with Tom and Logan and we're talking to them about Share Edge, Innovate with Nature. They have a very fancy boat parked up outside. Uh, and from what I understand, they're using, they're going to correct me on this, I'm sure. They're using fiber from natural resources and mixing it in to uh, make other products like this boat Something similar? Uh, nearly, we, nearly. No, no. Uh, what we do is quite simple. So what we do is take any type of polymer, plastic, bioplastic, or bio-based materials, and we add sheep's wool um, to create pellets. And those pellets are the building block of every product you see around you. So outside is the world's first woolen catamaran. Behind you is the world's first woolen kayak. Um, and we've made plenty of woolen, woolen products, which is super cool. Wool seems to be taking over the world, and there's a lot of products here at Field Days this year uh, specifically using wool for different um, features, which is great because we have so many sheep and it's a great product that everybody knows about. How did you get from using normal polymers to make uh, products and then deciding to combine wool with it? So the, the wool industry in New Zealand is, is obviously in a pretty dire state. Farmers are sometimes paying their sheep paying more to share their sheep than they're actually getting for the wool oh, wow. off the back. That's within the strong wool industry in New Zealand. And so when faced with that problem, you have to actually think about radical and new and innovative ways that you can start using wool. And so that's where we developed this product. So using wool is actually a fibre filler for polymers to make them stronger, lighter and stiffer. So that's where we began with this innovation. And obviously, being such a dire industry, we want to command a higher price for wool. So we're actually starting out paying all of the wool farmers $3 a kilo, which is above, and that's for sides and pieces which are currently getting around 30, 35 cents a kilo, if That's you're lucky. Good. Yeah, good so we're them. paying, you know, 10 times the market rate, which is hopefully a break-even rate for farmers at this stage, and we're hoping to up that to $5 a kilo in the future. That's pretty cool. And uh, you said that, obviously, it gets converted back into the pallets, which is used in the production. Did you have to find someone to partner with for the production, or can you just give that pallet to anybody that traditionally makes, uh, like, the kayak here, or... What happens there from the technology side of things? Yeah, so we've built the entire supply chain from the ground up. So we currently make all our pellets in Tarapa with a company called Maisie Group. We make about four tonne a day. Um, But ideally, I have no experience or we have no experience in making kayaks. So we partner with kayak companies and use those same moulds with the same machines but without material. Nice. Is there any uh, pushback from them? Like... Uh, is there? Are they going to lose out somewhere along the lines? Because your product is obviously using a natural resource. It's better for the environment. It's better for everyone. Uh, do they? You know, is there any negative feedback? Um, you won't find a more entrenched industry. There are a lot of you know preconceived notions. They've been doing the same thing for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, but they've all come along on the journey, and we've had huge support from our manufacturing partners and customers as well. Um, to the point where one of the guys yesterday, Roger from Fat Cat, was actually here selling our material for us. That's how excited he is about it. That is amazing and so good to see. Uh, so what's next for product-wise? Like, obviously, you've done some of the boat. You've got polymer here. I see there's some uh, pot plant. Yeah. Uh, which is great as well because that's uh, yeah that, that'd be a real good industry to get into. Uh, what else do you see moving forward? So we're um, we're currently working with 36 companies um, in New Zealand and globally using our material across a range of different products and a range of different manufacturing techniques. So obviously we've got the catamaran and the kayak which we've started out with. 
We're working with a New Zealand heritage company called Victory Knives, whose knives are really big within the, the meatworks industries and the farming yep. industries. Um, we've finished our prototyping stage with them for their handles, and we're working on landing that long-term contract with them. We're working with Yeti over in the USA on their cooler bins, yes. so that their cooler yes. bins can be made That'd out of our so material. And we're working with a company called Dynex, who does cladding uh, for houses, who are looking at using our material. And it, there's, we could go on and on, but there's a, there's a wide range, and we're just getting started. That is amazing. Uh, and how long's the journey been so far for you guys? Like, when did this start? And uh, yeah, I think um, I, I started at New Zealand Merino um, to co-own this business about 18 months ago. Um, it took six months to come up with the basis of the idea, and now 18 months on, we have a full international patent, a complete factory, and decent customers. So we're aiming to really break even probably in the next two months. Um, and from there, the, the scale is quite quite immense because we have no limit to growth. Um, we don't own the machinery. The customers do. So all we have to do is just build more pallets to integrate into more products. That is an amazing business model, and it sounds like it's going so well. Uh, I see Chris is standing next to me. You got any questions, Chris? I see your mind boggling over this. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to ask, um, so what, what's the price differential between the general standard pallet, pallets and the wool-infused pallets? So obviously that depends on the base polymer that you're using. So within the plastics industry, there are three key segments. There's your synthetic polymers, which are your classic petrochemical plastics. There's bio-based polymers, which have the same performance, same synthesized name as the regular plastics but they're made from renewable feedstocks and then there's biodegradable plastics which are made from plant matter and they're polymerized rather than synthesized so you have a, a biodegradable component to that biodegradable polymers are incredibly expensive same with bio-base purely because it's a lower portion of the market they only make up about 1.2 percent of the plastics oh, well, market in general yeah. and that's a 736 billion dollar industry when you're thinking about synthesized regular plastics those have quite a low price so on those ones we're adding about 10 to 15 percent when you're using a bio-based or biodegradable we actually have the potential to bring that price down if we are using it that way oh that's excellent that's excellent and whereabouts did you guys start uh, I started in Christchurch 18 months ago. Um, literally had a shipping container with an electric frying pan and a toasty maker. Um, and this As all is, good startups do. Yeah, this is my fifth invention. Uh, I've sold four previously, so I, can, I kind can, of. Can we talk about what the other four yeah, were? Sure. Yeah, what, yeah. Go rattle them off. Uh, my first one was polarized contact lenses to treat photosensitive epilepsy. Sounds amazing. Um, yeah, the second yep. was turning Didymo algae into paper, plastic, and fabric. This guy is the best. Carry on. <laughs> And the third was um, a medical nebulizer to vaporize liquid medication. Yep. Um, yeah, and the fourth one was a device that sits on the cow and destroys methane um, when they burp. I'm trying to see if there's a connection amongst all yeah, five of a, these things. Um, yeah, it's me. I, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> what, what other ideas do you have? Like, yeah, well, you're, it must I, be an idea machine. I currently have three inventions, this being one of them that is in, being commercialized. So yep. yeah. No, that's very cool. Uh, so, Share Edge. Um, if people are listening to this and they want to find out more, where's the best place they can go to uh, get in touch? Yeah, so you can go to www.share-edge.com or you can find us on LinkedIn as well. So we have a, a full operational LinkedIn page. That's the best way to contact us. That's awesome. So uh, if you're into, uh, want to know more about this, uh, go check them out. That's Share Edge, spelled S-H-E-A-R, as in sharing sheep, edge.com. That's right. Uh, we'll have all the links in our show notes, so uh, check that out. Thanks so much, guys. It's awesome. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friend.